Hi everybody, this is Kevin McNamara. Welcome to the Calm Couch Podcast. This is a place where my partner Joy and I discuss all things meditation, spiritual and personal development. Thanks for listening and let's jump into the first ever episode. Hello and welcome to the Calm Couch episode one podcast. I'm Joy from Meditation from the Soul and I have with me tonight Kevin. Hi Joy. Yeah, welcome to the first episode of the uh, the Calm Couch podcast and uh, looking forward to it. Thanks for coming along. Um, got Ted there and uh, hopefully we'll have a few people on tonight. So uh, this is our first episode and Joy will explain how it's going to work and uh, <laughs> what we're actually doing. Or I can do it if you like to. Uh, <laughs> I can see you're a bit worried about that. Um, we're going to basically just share um, both our stories and how we got into meditation um, how it changed our life. Um, I'm going to share our morning routines and uh, and a few other things. If you have any questions while you're watching, then um, please just jump on and uh, leave a question in the um, comment section there as you're watching. So uh, good to have you all here. Thanks for coming along, guys. Much appreciated. I'll now hand you back to my co-host, Joy. Thanks, Kev. We have a microphone because we need to have this for the sound quality for a podcast. So that's the reason we're handing the microphone back and forward to each other. But thanks uh, for coming along and joining us. For those people that are here now, thank you. Uh, We've got uh, about half an hour and we're going to just talk all things meditation tonight unless there are any particular questions about other things. So... I can start by sharing a little bit about myself and how I was introduced to meditation. So it was about 22 years ago, or maybe 25 years ago, that um, I was going through a a difficult time in my life. Um, I was a single parent and and my youngest daughter was going through a difficult time in her life. She was in secondary school and she was um, experiencing some bullying and um, which wasn't uh, very nice for her. And I was, I was trying to find different ways to help her. So I was looking at lots of, lots of different things, alternative things. And somebody that I worked with, a colleague of mine suggested meditation and I'd never um, experienced meditation. I didn't really know much about it. In my mind, meditation was, um, you know, hippies sitting cross-legged, taking drugs and doing funny things. That was that was my vision of meditation. I didn't really understand what it was. So I thought that uh, I would go along to a meditation centre. I was invited along. So I went along because I didn't want to take my daughter there to be with all of these drugged-out hippies. So I would go along and see what it was all about. And the interesting thing was I walked into, and, and it was when I was living in Melbourne, um, I walked into a this meditation center and as soon as I walked in the front door, we had to walk in the front door and then you take your shoes off then to go into the meditation room. And um, as soon as I walked in, it was like this wave of peace and love just came over me immediately. 
I just felt this amazing feeling and then I wandered into the the actual room and found a spot to sit down and they had some nice comfy couches and chairs or you could sit on the floor and I found a nice little spot on a um, chair and sat there and I was just so overcome by the peaceful feeling that I had I'd never experienced anything like it before in my life and I realized right at that moment it's like when I talk about this now it's like yesterday for me I realized at that moment that this is what I had actually been looking for all my life and that I and I knew as I left that that evening that I needed to to learn this practice of meditation and do this regularly because if I could walk in um, before I've even experienced a a meditation and feel that peace that um, it must be a very powerful thing so that was the the beginning of my healing journey um, and meditation was part of that healing journey and it I, I really immersed myself in meditation from that point on and studied it attended the center um, a number of times a week meditated at home did all of the courses that were on offer I actually went to India and studied meditation I've um, attended retreats all around the world meditation retreats so and it helped me and it not only helped me it helped my daughter it helped my children it helped um, improve all my relationships it definitely changed my life um, so that was that was how I um, got into meditation and it's just been a part of my life ever since it's an absolute passion of mine I just love it so I'll um, hand over to Kev now to share his story I'll look for I'll look for see if there's any questions coming in as well thank you Joy yeah I see Kim's um she started about the same time as you, Joy. So uh, she learned the loving kindness with a uh, with a Buddhist, which is fantastic. Just excuse me, just for one little second. There, something's playing up on the screen. There. Okay. Right. I'll just get that. Okay. I'm not sure what happened there, but um, it's all good now. So um, thank you for that, Joy. That was great. Um, really interesting story, and. Um, as you know, Joy's story continues, and um, we all love uh, listening to her meditations on uh, meditation for the soul. Here, it's um, I look forward to seeing her meditations. Um, I guess my story is a little bit different, but um, I guess I started looking around when um, oh, back in gee was nineteen eighty nine. I lost a daughter to SIDS, little Holly. She was five months old. And um, as you can imagine, that's a, a pretty hard thing for any parent to have to go through. And that was a time when I sort of really started looking around as for something to sort of, you know, find some meaning and all that kind of thing in your life. Um, but having said that, I remember years ago when I was probably five or six or it may have been a little bit older, I'm not really sure, but... Um, and I, I would lie on the on the grass at home and just look up at the sky and just wonder what was beyond that sky there. I always had this sort of this sort of imagination and just wondered what was beyond there. And even though I knew it was the you know space and all that kind of thing, but um, yeah, I'd always just sort of wonder or wonder what was sort of going on there. And um, but after losing Holly, it was just um, yes, it was a pretty it was a full on kind of experience and uh sorry guys we're just having 
couple of little technical things going on there. But, um, yeah, it was just interesting. Um, I was just... I was, I was lost basically once once it happened and um, I got divorced not long afterwards. Um, I remarried fairly soon after that, got divorced again. So it was a pretty tumultuous time for me and uh, I'd spent a lot of that time just looking and searching for something. I wasn't sure what I was even looking for, but some kind of peace, I guess. That's what I was I was looking for. And um, it's just uh, interesting that you just you try all these different things and um, I did try some forms of meditation back then but nothing really sort of grabbed me i remember um yeah back in uh, early 2000s i uh, i actually purchased a little uh, meditation mat that you can sit on and um went to a couple of um meditation uh, nights up in a place called woodend where i was working for a while and uh, enjoyed that and in fact i've we still got that mat joy uh, we we had it up until the move that we've just made now, so we've had it all that time. Oh, that's right, yeah, and, and and you made me throw it out. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> but um, I think the other recording we're doing is not really going to work too well. But um, yeah, so uh, anyway, I tried lots of different things and uh, nothing was really working. I spent um, six months over in Ireland with my brother um, after I got. Um, or separated from my second wife and we had a good time over there, but I came back and I was still lost, still looking for, uh, for something. Wasn't sure what that was. Um, and then eventually I just spent my time searching. I started meditating myself just at home. I'd just listened to some nice music and, um, I'd had these visions in my head and, uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, and then 2008, I met, um, this lovely lady here and um and we we um sort of met online basically and uh, we caught up for a, a meal or it was just just for drinks first but it turned into a meal joy was just so smitten with me and <laughs> no i think it was, i think it was the other way around and um anyway and we just told our stories and um and we were both you know just getting into meditation and uh, and joy was um had been going to this uh, the Brahma Kamaras group down in uh, Fitzroy, and uh, so I started going along there and just loved it. And again, I've been on to I've been on some um, meditation retreats around the world and just really loved that as well. And um, yeah, ever since then we've just um, we've uh, produced workshops and um, that kind of thing, and just really love the whole meditation thing and just finding that that peace. And now our mission now is to help other people find what we've found. And, in that um in that space of just finding yourself and who you are and um and just yeah we just really enjoy it so that's my story so far so back to you joy thank you um i haven't seen any questions there uh, i think yeah, but <laughs> don't oh don't encourage him he loves that <laughs> Sorry, there was a question earlier from Nancy, I think, in regards to um, when she, when Nancy meditates and she gets into a really deep state, she doesn't want to come out of that meditation. So Joy, and she asked why. So I'll let Joy uh, answer that question. Um, well, 
that I mean that happens to me a lot. It's it's happened to me many many times over the years that uh, I don't want to come out of meditation. It just uh, I think for me that it just means that I'm in the my space. That's that's you know I've gone within and you know I just want to stay there. I think it's a beautiful state. There's nothing. There's definitely nothing wrong with that. Um, and sometimes when I uh, um, share my meditations with uh, everybody here, uh, I even afterwards I'll say to Kev, "Oh gosh, I, how was that?" Because I was so into the meditation myself that I was guiding um, that I can't remember anything that I had said. So um, that happens to me too. It's it's just a beautiful state of being. It just it just means you you're truly connected to the universe and to spirit. So it's a great thing. Just uh, enjoy it. So what we're going to do now? Um, that's just a little bit about us. Uh, There's just a question there from. Ted. Oh, is there? Yeah. there? Any advice for a beginner? Oh, well, look, my advice for anybody beginning uh, a meditation practice is that. Uh, just all, all you really need is perseverance. You just need to, to stick at it. Just uh, practice and make a regular practice. And this, this actually is a great segue onto what we were going to talk about next. And we we're going to talk about our um, morning routine. And, um, and part of uh, developing a meditation practice is, is having a morning routine or morning ritual, creating a ritual to meditate now um that that ritual needs to be part of your morning so I'll, I'll give you an example um you wake up in the morning and you may you get my get up and you may go to the toilet um get up and you may jump in the shower brush your teeth get dressed go and have breakfast um or exercise in between, whatever your routine is, you need to include your meditation practice. And, and if you're a beginner, it, you can start with just two minutes, two to five minutes in the morning, include your meditation within that morning ritual that you currently have. So whether that is, you know, you get up, you go to the toilet, you come back to bed and sit up and do two to five minutes of meditation, whether that be just focusing on your breath for that period of time, or if you decide that you're going to do the meditation when you're in the shower, doing a, a, a meditation while you're in the shower is a is a great way to um, to imagine that your the water running on you is is washing away any negative um, thoughts, any negative feelings, washing away anything from the day before, so that you can you can breathe into that, or just you know. You have your shower, you get dressed, and then you sit up before you sit down somewhere before you have your breakfast. Or another thing that you can do is if you're in a rush in the mornings, it's highly unlikely that's happening at the moment because we're all in isolation. But if you're in a rush to get to an office or get to work, um, you can sit in the car before you drive the car for two to five minutes, or when you arrive at your destination for two to five minutes. Or you can just have a walking meditation, but include the same thing that you do. Include it in your daily ritual and it be, will become part of your morning just like brushing your teeth. That's, that's the best way for a beginner to, to start. And then you can, you can introduce it into, the, into your evening or you can introduce a longer meditation practice um, in the mornings. Um, my, uh, is that a question that, that came in? 
nice just Joanna telling okay. us about her morning routine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's got a um yeah, a regular practice. So what what I I do is in the morning um when I wake up before I even get out of bed, I actually listen to a guided meditation. Um I'll just put some earplugs in and I'll listen to it. So before I've even got out of bed, I'll do that. Um, I'll have a meditation then, then I'll, I'll, I'll get up and then I'll get ready to do some sort of exercise. So currently it's yoga. Um, I was going to the gym, but um, I do my yoga here. So I'll, I'll, come, I'll go and do some yoga. Um, I'll do that. And then I do my morning meditation, which I'm currently doing with um, uh, sharing it here with everybody at seven o'clock that that uh, meditation so when I do my meditation at seven o'clock I've already done some yoga I've, I've already meditated done a meditation done some yoga and then I come and share um, my meditation and and the, you know the meditations that I share are ones that just come to me or or a particular the chakra ones I feel that and it's usually something that I feel that I need in, for me so I'll, I'll share that with you and then, um, yeah, so after that, you know, I'll, I'll either I'll get my breakfast ready and, you know, have shower and do all of those sorts of things. But meditation is the first thing I do every morning. And Kevin and I have actually been doing that for, oh, you know, as, as long as we've known each other. That's just what, just what we do. Um, so that's the, uh, the morning um, ritual. For, for us our morning routine or my morning routine but kev's got a different morning routine to me i have joy indeed for, oh very similar but i'll sort of wake up and um what i'll do is i'll come in uh i'll get up pretty early these days since moving to melbourne for some reason 4 30 i'm just i just awake and get up um jump out of bed and i'll come down to the spare room and i'll do some breathing exercises from a guy named wim hoff if you don't know Wim, look him up, W-I-M-H-O-F. Um, he's, he's the Iceman. He's the guy that goes swimming over in the Antarctic and um, he runs marathons um, in Siberia with um, without drinking any water. And, yeah, just just amazing kinds of things. Um, what's that? Um, <laughs> Just telling you to just move on. <laughs> right. right. Um, and so... I'll do my breathing and then I'll go from there. I will um, head into my office there and I'll do some um, sort of, oh, what's it called? Um, you know, I'll, I'll do some writing, some journaling. And uh, I just I just write things down and um, usually my goals, I'll sort of you know, write them down one after the other. I'll just keep writing them uh, for about uh, five or ten minutes. And then I'll do a thing called uh, 10 ideas a day, which I just... Again, just this stream of consciousness thing. I just write down 10 ideas just to keep the mind, sort of um, wake the mind up. And they can be about anything at all. Um, they can be about if you, you know, 10 ways to make money, uh, 10 ways to sell a house, um, anything whatsoever. Just 10 ideas, just write them down. And that just, as I say, helps the mind sort of get going. And then I look at one of my mind movies. I have these um, little about a 15-minute movie that I make. Um, it starts off with um, like a kaleidoscope on the screen on the um, on the computer um, for about five minutes of a kaleidoscope and that gets you into the, into the alpha state. It's a really amazing thing. And then um, there are some beautiful pictures of and with affirmation words in them in the actual 
um, video uh, and you can put your own music to it. I'll, I'll put um, one of my songs is um, Beautiful Day by U2. And uh, so I'll let, I just see things that I, I want to be doing and um, and it's this video and it's, it's pretty amazing. I just really love it. And the end of it, again, there's about a three-minute um, kaleidoscope. So that, that's my meditation mind movie. It's a bit like a, um, a vision board. And it's it's a it's a moving vision board, and um, I'll I make them myself, and uh, I just love it. So that's I'll do that, and then I will um, either do some sort of exercise, or I'll get breakfast, depending on on what's on for that day. I have noticed I don't do as much exercise in the morning here, which is unusual for me. I'm normally a morning exercise man, but for some reason I'm not sure why. Whether it's the cold, but I actually quite embrace the cold. So, um, but I'll go for a run say mid-morning these days rather than first thing in the morning for some reason but um, I'm, not, I'm not, not sure why that is so that's that's my morning routine I'll come home I'll have um, or if I'm still at home I'll have a, a nice green smoothie or a juice or some porridge for breakfast good healthy um, food for the morning and then after that just get stuck into the day and you, you feel amazing after that and um, one other thing I do that's a regular thing is I have a cold shower um, I'll jump in the shower at some stage during the day, whether it's in the morning or the evening, whenever it is, been for a run or whatever. And it'll be, it'll be warm at first. It'll be a nice warm shower. I'll sort of wash myself. myself, myself. Um, and then what I'll do is at the end of it, I just flick it straight to cold. And I've got my phone there to time it for three minutes just in pure cold water. And I can tell you, nothing better for your body uh, your immune system, the whole box and dice. Again, that's from uh, Wim Hof. I got that from him. And it is pure cold. And uh, I used to have cold showers in Queensland, um, but they were usually fairly warm because Queensland is normally pretty hot. But down here in Melbourne, this time of year, I can tell you the water is freezing. And I've felt it slowly get colder. We only moved down here in January, I think it was. Um, and just slowly as the time's gone, it's got colder and colder. But after three minutes, you get out and you are just so refreshed and awake and alert. It is just the best thing you can do. Um, most people won't do that. I understand that. And just, but it's a great thing. Yeah, definitely. So I'm getting the wind up here from uh, my, my director. So I shall uh, hand back to Joy. That's my morning routine, Joy. Yeah, I just wanted to share. It's really interesting when I was talking a moment ago about creating rituals and having that as part of your day. Um, I do do some journaling as well. I have a gratitude list that I do in the mornings and the, and after I've done my meditation and yoga and those things, I go and do that. So like it's just part of my day that I forget to, to you know, I don't remember that I to tell you that that's what I do. So that's what happens. If you had to describe what you do in the morning currently, you'd probably miss out on something like, yes, I brush my teeth or I brush my hair, those sorts of things. So including your meditation practice in that ritual um, allows it to become a habit and that's just that's just what you do um, every day. And it, it's really interesting when you get into that, um, that habit, uh, you'll find that to, if you don't do that, um, in the mornings as part of your ritual, something happens and you don't do that, you'll really notice that. <clears throat> okay. So um, I don't think there's any other questions coming in at the moment. So what I'd like to do now is um, I've shared a few tips on creating a practice. Um, oh, I'll just uh, the other thing is share the different types of meditation that we've practiced and studied. 
So when I first was introduced to meditation, I um, I was uh, learned a meditation practice called Raja Yoga, and uh, it was actually an open eye meditation. Uh, so that was my initial um, um, meditation when I learned um, I learned uh, open eye meditation. Uh, I, I found that I did need to close my eyes to actually visualize. Um, I do struggle visualizing with my eyes open. So if, if I was doing a visualization meditation, um, I would have have to close my eyes. But um, essentially I learned um, open eye meditation and it was great because uh, what it did for me, I was so immersed in the meditation and, and it just made such a um, huge changes to, to my whole life. It, it literally changed my life and all the people around, although they didn't change, I changed and it changed um, relationships that I had with people that were difficult relations. It changed so much in my life. And um, I used to meditate all day, any time of the day. I was, uh, at the time I was working uh, with a senior management team and um, we'd have these senior management meetings and sometimes they would get a bit heated and I would just sit there with my eyes open and just meditate. And it was really interesting that... Um, when I left that uh, company, my boss, I was uh, executive assistant to the CEO, he said that uh, having me in a room in those meetings actually brought calmness to the meetings. And, and I've had that said to me a number of times, just, um, you know, being present in a room over the, in, when I've been in corporate, that, um, that it does uh, provide a sense of calm in the room. And that's, that's definitely, as a, I think I'm, I'm, I've always been a fairly calm person on the outside but prior to meditation I wasn't that calm on the inside and meditation has allowed me to be calm on the outside and and calm on the inside so that that's really the benefit of that but the different so it was open eye meditation and I have um, practiced uh, <clears throat> different types where uh, you practice with a mantra um, and singing a mantra uh, practiced meditation, um, a Buddha type meditation, um, just silent meditations, which Kevin and I actually both love. We've attended a number of silent retreats and they're just beautiful, just love them. And, and Nancy, the, you find it difficult to come out of the meditations that, uh, that we do. Um, I find it very difficult to come out of silence after a silent uh, meditation retreat. That's probably the most difficult thing for me to do. Um, so, yeah, I understand how you were feeling there. Um, in, do you want to add anything to that, Kev? Um, I guess for me, I mean, I love running and uh, I love to meditate when I'm running. It's just great being out in nature. And um, I'll stop and I'll take some photos, especially down here for some reason, or up on the Gold Coast as well with the ocean and whatever. But um, down here is pretty amazing. There's some amazing... Um, yeah, spots here with kangaroos and that kind of thing and there's beautiful birds in the trees and all that kind of stuff um so yeah i, I love doing that and my eyes are open obviously it's just uh, you just take in the whole of nature um so that's probably one of my favorite meditations and certainly silence i do I, in fact i miss those those uh, retreats we must do one of those again soon joy yeah. that would be great but um yeah that pretty much covers uh, i think joy covered most of the kind of meditations that we do yeah so that's good. So yeah, so just aware of the time. There we yeah. go. It goes really quickly when you're does, talking yeah. about these things. So I guess um, if we could, we, we could 
we'd like to share our vision for meditation for the soul and the calm couch and the reason why we're doing this is that um We've over the years we've uh, presented workshops and we've run retreats our, uh, ourselves. Uh, we've had retreats um, in Melbourne and in Queensland, in far north Queensland. And the the benefit of um, sharing the the wisdom and the knowledge and sharing the peace that we have with others and and uh, showing people how to meditate and, and watching it change their lives is really, really powerful. So, you know, we do have a vision. We want to be able to share what we know and share our meditations with, um, you know, the world globally, really. that's Would you say that's right, Kip? Correct. We've actually, um, we're actually bringing out a course very, very shortly, a beginner's meditation course, which is fantastic. So um, we're sort of going full in. Uh, this has been Joy's calling for her whole life i think and it's taken her a while to really embrace it but she's finally doing that now which is great um i see there's a question there from from joe uh i'd like to go to a vipassana retreat have you done this before well i haven't but joy has and she'll tell you all about it yeah look it's really interesting i did um i did attend one many many years ago and uh, just explain what they are so people might well, it's a it's a silent retreat where you you go along and you you um um oh, what's the word you you don't have you, you you sleep you meditate all day on hard floors and um you, you let go of all material let go of all ego everything it's a yeah it's a that, I think that's the best way I can um, describe it. But I had done a number of silent retreats um, through not not this this type before, and I really enjoyed. It. And I found them. Um, uh, I love. I absolutely love them. And I found that uh, communicating with not that you communicate with people because you're in silence, but you actually uh, shared love with people through your eyes, like just you know acknowledge people through your eyes and when you were receiving your food and those sorts of things. And it was this. And, and it, it, it taught me a lot about, you know, we sometimes we talk too much. I'm a fairly quiet person anyway, but sometimes we don't need to say some half the things that we say or, you know, share the things that we share. You learn all of these things. And I actually really enjoyed it. And then I went along to one of these, um, the um, Vipas, I can't even say it, but one of those retreats. And um, I, re I struggled. I came home after... Uh, three days I think I think they go for 10 days or something like that but I came home after about three maybe four days it just felt really unfriendly I just struggled with it you weren't allowed to make eye contact with anyone um it was it yeah it was just difficult I I just I just felt it it just it just wasn't um heart-centered and uh, you were we're all different and um you know some people get a lot out of them but for me um it i didn't mm. so i'm just aware of the time thanks for the yeah. question um joe i hope i answered that i'm happy to talk to you about it and another time when i see you and, and yeah we, we do want to honor the the 30 minutes because yeah. um it's getting very close to that time now yeah, and over, uh, we did say 30 minutes so it's over so uh i know joy's got uh would like to end with a um 
I'll let, I'll let you yeah. explain what you're doing. So, um, look, if anyone's got any uh, topics they'd like to, for us to talk on these, please let us know. I'll just let you know next week we're going to talk about Next week, we're going to talk about <laughs> directing me. Um, we just want to talk about what books have impacted your life. We'll talk about a couple of books that have impacted our lives, but come along with you know any books that have impacted yours, and uh, yeah, you can um, let us know that. But, but yeah, that, I think that's a great topic. So let's just finish up. We're at the 30 minute stage, and I just want to thank everybody for coming along to the calm couch for this uh, first episode and and we're going to finish each and what we're going to do we're going to have some interviews with people as we go along too we, we've got some plans to do that but we'll end um i'd like to end with just a little quote and uh each each episode will end with a little quote and tonight's quote is peace is just a thought away Peace is just a thought away. Thanks, everyone, for joining us, and we'll see you next week. We'll see you on the couch next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Any questions for next week, put them down. Yep. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the very first episode of the Calm Couch podcast with Kevin Joy. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. All our social media links are down below in the show notes. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Have a great week. Bye-bye.